Good morning and welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Hope all of you are doing well. As always, Christy and I do our little conversations and, you know, just kind of see where we're at, what inspires us, what might inspire others. And one of the things we were talking about was the mentors we've had along the way and just how important mentors are and how important it is when you do become successful how do you pay that forward? How do you mentor others as well? Right. Because we also have those people along the way that help us get to where we are to, to help us become successful. And I think the other thing is with the people who we feel as mentors, sometimes they might not even know that they've had that role in our life. They may not know that somewhere along the line, those encouraging statements or whatever they did help propel us or help us keep us on that track to success. So we want to kind of have this episode about those people in our life who we felt helped propel us to where we are today. First and foremost for me, I really had very supportive parents and and just very helped establish a worth ethic. And, and I think my entire family, I think all of my siblings are all workers. I think we're all very successful in our own rights. And I think that that starts for me in that realm. Yeah, it's great when you can count parents as mentors, because to be a mentor, I think, uh, goes above and beyond in a way. It's like parents want to set a good example for their kids, hopefully anyway. But when you have those people that are active mentors in your life, they really help to encourage you and instill in you that you have that capability and they really propel you. One of the other things about with my parents is, is that even with their daughter-in-laws and son-in-laws, I think it was one of the same things they did even with them too. But you can talk more about that than I can. I definitely think that's true. I mean, I, as I mentioned, I, I feel like, you know, my parents set a good example for me as far as work ethic and that, but I also am so, so grateful that I met you and your family. Your parents really took me under their wing too. And taught me a lot of things and just about that work ethic piece, I think. And of course, they put me to work doing some jobs I thought I'd never be doing. (laughs) And I think real quickly on that note, I think the thing that's really interesting to me with my parents is you didn't come into our home and them thinking you had a deficit. Do you know what I mean? Like they didn't, you didn't go in my home and they didn't sit there and say, oh, Christy's a city girl. So therefore she, no, it was like, Oh, Christy, go out there, chop wood, help with the wood chopper, go help, you know, within the ditches. And so it was very different. They did. They didn't see a city girl. Right. Yeah. They saw no, saw no limitation there, (laughs) which I appreciate. But yeah, I mean, some of those jobs I was a little leery of at first. I mean, I didn't have too many outdoor jobs growing up, but I did after I met your parents. (laughs) You learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I think that's what it is, is that when we have those people who don't see our limitations and, and just say, oh, yeah, that's something for you to do. They explain it in that, but they believe that you can just do the job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think for me, once again, it started with my parents, you know, and I've been fortunate to have siblings who have also really, you know, who my sister Alice, who mentored me you know, in my first real job and helped me to learn, 
you know, she would explain business. She would explain things and she would push when you needed to be pushed. And I think that that is something. And she was the type of boss who, and my brother Ben too, who owned the company. One of the cool things about both of them was they didn't ask anybody to do something they wouldn't do or hadn't done. So they worked side by side with you. And I think that helped me later on too, to understand about the importance of working side by side with people. Not, And I will tell my clients this too. I am not asking you to do something that I will not do or have not done when it comes to certain things, which I think helps them feel more comfortable, if that makes sense. Right. Do you have that experience with others too that kind of worked with you beside you or... Well, I mean, I think I'm always grateful to you because I feel like you do that for me, you know, in a lot of ways. You've really helped me to understand that I am capable of more. And I think that's what it is, is when we find those people who, and I always tell my clients, I see more in you than you see in you. And I think that's what mentors do. They help us see those qualities that sometimes we're, that are, get, lost in, and we don't even realize that we have. It's really, you know, having a mentor is having somebody that believes in you. And sometimes we don't even have that ourselves. Absolutely. And I think the thing is, is, and it can be relatives, you know, when we look at teachers and things like that. I know for me, you know, at the end of my uh, middle, we called it junior high, you know, I'll switch it to middle school whenever I don't remember. <laughs> Sherry uh, Terpak, who really nurtured parts of, I think, me being a therapist. You know, we did peer counseling and stuff like that, and she was a big part of that and just really listened. So I really appreciated that. And, and you know, often when I'm doing therapy, I will think of her and just her being an English teacher and a counselor. So it was just something that I thought, oh, well, you know, there's talking to people. And I think that's when I first got my glimpse of counseling and stuff. And just that there were people who were really needed out there to listen. Right. And so I'm very grateful for that. I know that there has been a few people that you have mentioned to me along your journey that you feel like have been those mentors in your life. Terry McCarthy was another one. Uh, she was a professor at uh, Adams State University. And Terry may not know how important her mentorship was for me. But after my oldest brother passed away, I really did want, I just really felt like I was just going to kind of leave college and your whole world kind of gets out of whack and, and nothing really makes sense. And, you know, she sat down and talked with me and said, you know what, just get through this semester and then we'll talk again mm -hmm. and encourage that. And I really felt like she listened and she was another one who was in the counseling area. And so for me, it was like, okay. And Thank you, Terry, because I am where I am because of, I remember that conversation and it really kept me on that path once again, instead of letting my grief derail me, so to speak. Yeah, which I think can happen with people. I mean, you know, life events happen and stuff. And I think that it, that's one of the th cool things about mentors too, is that when you are in those places, they help you to get back to where you need to be, I think, and, and help your mind refocus. Sometimes you have to have that and they have those conversations with you. 
Absolutely. Another one I thought about the other day when we were talking about this was Renee Valdez. You know, Renee's a, a good friend of ours too, but she would talk with us even about, you know, we took human sexuality and things like that, but she would have those conversations with us. Right. Being a professor and stuff like that, but she would have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And she started on her journey of being healthy right when she ended up moving, but right at that time. So she talked with us about that, the importance for her of being healthy and stuff, and still to this day looks incredible. Right. But for me, there was something in that conversation or in that relationship that mentored not only in the way of seeing what you need, finding that goal, and doing what you have to to meet that goal. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I thought of her as well because I really do think that like you say, even on a physical thing, you know, seeing her do that, I felt like that, yeah, she's a great example of a mentor in that way. But also as far as the, as school, you know, you always have those moments in school where you're like, am I doing the right thing or that? And I really feel like this. She helped with that. She helped us to gain focus. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, and I think those are really the neat things, you know, when you look at those relationships, And sometimes the relationship is fleeting. Sometimes those people come in our life, make a comment or a statement to us that they really do not know we need at those moments. So that's why I always tell people, be kind. Mm -hmm. Take time to listen to somebody's story. Sometimes that little thing that you say or do is all that somebody needs in order to stay on that task. Yeah, Sometimes they just need you to listen because if you're a soundboard for them, even them talking it out will help them to maybe make a better decision for themselves. And, you know, you and I talk about that and I talk particularly a lot about, you know, when we're around children, it is our responsibility. I feel this is my belief only that as adults, it's our responsibility to put our best foot forward when we're around children to show them about being accomplished to show them about holding one's temper or whatever that is. I know for you and I, having Courtney and Haley around us, we always talked about it's important for us to show them things. And that was part of a mentoring that maybe they don't realize. So we hope that we instilled in them the love of travel. Yeah, because the, the idea that you can do, you don't have to stay in a small town or or whatever that is. Right. Because... It's like the more you travel, the more experiences that you have and you see how other people live and talking to those people. And it just gives you, I feel like it makes you a more well-rounded person. And I hope that they took that away from what we tried to instill in them because I feel like it's going to just make them better people. You know, we would talk with them about the importance of education Yeah. It's not to say the only education is, or the only thing is, is you go, you go graduate high school, go to college, do all that. No, education is so many things. Listen and learn. Pay attention. Yeah. Mentor other people. You know, I think what's kind of neat too, and I hear that with uh, my sister Sarah too, when when she's talking to colleagues, she's about helping others. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She also has that really strong worth ethic. But it's also about helping others. She will pause to assist somebody else. So maybe that instills somebody else being helpful. You know what I mean? Exactly. And she's talked about that and, you know, about 
helping others. She gives back to the veterans. It's such a huge thing for her. It wasn't like she went in the military, got out, and that was done for her. No, that contributing back, mentoring others in that aspect is super important. And that's what we're talking about, those little things that you can do. You know, she always Mm -hmm. says, vet share information. And man, is it true? Right. I love that because they share their experience. And then from there, if that experience got them a certain result, then they will even tell me if somebody, oh my goodness, if somebody's having this problem, let them know to do it this way and they can get through, navigate the system. Right. So that's a form of mentorship as well. It's that thing of mentoring is extending the hand and it's not about getting something back. Right. It really is about paying it forward and just really listening, understanding, and taking the time. It's about time. And I'm not saying it's like five hours or something. It's really not. It's really just having those moments. Yeah. Last episode, we talked about, well, we had the interview with Frankie Sanchez Jr. and Frankie Sanchez. And they talked about Henry Cejudo being a a mentor to them and how that has helped them. So I really think that, you know, that was a good, a really good example. He obviously sees potential in Frankie Sanchez Jr. And for him to be that model for him, I think that that's really cool. And I think what's really neat in that area too, you know, is he's worked with the Mayweather camp as well and things like that. Yeah. And they see that. And I think having that support and having those mentors is going to be what's going to help Frankie Sanchez Jr. to see all that potential himself and to work towards that and to know there is a support system for him. Because at the end of the day, we want some type of support system. Yeah. And that's what mentorship is often about. It can be a real fast thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be anything major. And I think we spend too much time thinking and not enough time acting. We don't have the action We'll have a lot of the thought processes and things like that, but we will lack the action to it. And the mentorship is the action piece. I think for a mentor, I think what it is, is talk the talk and walk the walk. Yeah. And I hope that in my years of doing this, I hope that I have been able to do that for others. And I'm not talking just about therapists. I'm talking about whether it's, and I'm really big on that. I am not going to have a therapist recreate the wheel. If I can help out with that, I'm going to do that. I think that you're really good about about doing that kind of thing. And anytime that, you know, there's questions that people have or that you really seek to find those answers and help them out. Well, and I think the other thing that we want to showcase with that is that is one of the real, the things about our podcast is that we want to showcase those people who are mentors. We want to showcase people who are striving to be better than they were yesterday. Right. Because I think that is such a huge thing. Well, yeah, and I think that they have shown how successful that is. There's been, I know in the Valley, there were mentorship programs out there for kids and that. And um, I always remember, uh, it seemed like Dan Samora was always really involved with that. And I think that's really cool. When we talk about these people, uh, my hat is always off to people in the mental health. You know, it's my passion. 
you know, and oftentimes, you know, we'll talk about the frontline people and all that. And I think that mental health gets lost in that. But we never cease to do the job that we do. Yeah. You know, whether it was through the pandemic or whatever, our businesses kept going because we knew that there were people in need. And we understand that we still have that. Yeah. That is still very relevant. And so to mental health professionals, kudos to all of them. It is a thankless job in some ways, but it is such a rewarding job. And I think, you know, when you do it for that reward of really knowing that we get to be, it's such a privilege to be on the journey with people and to be allowed in on that. It's truly a privilege. And so there's those mentorships. One I have to give a shout out to is Leanne Sanchez. I don't know if Leanne will remember this, but one day I'm working and working and working. And she tells me, why are you working so much? At some point, you know, it's like you got to take care of yourself. And so that's what's the first time they're like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you mean I don't have to work 60 hours or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, no, work your hours and be done. And so that was the start of this transition. And it's the start of, I always keep that in my head. So Leanne, know this. I always keep that in my head because now having my own practice, I can sit there and say, I don't have to work 40 hours. If I only want to do a 30-hour week, that's what I get to do. You know, if I want to take time off and go on vacation or do all of that stuff, I get to do that. And I think that's what mentors do and should do. They help you to be that stronger person, to know that you can set boundaries, you can be anything that you want to be, but that you can you can take care of yourself and not have to just completely deplete yourself. There's so many ways that a mentor can encourage you to be a healthier minded person, you know. I think that's the really key thing is that healthier minded minded person. <laughs> that's my little spin on it, my own terminology there. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a tongue twister. Could you please say that now? <laughs> a healthier minded person. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what's important. Is it's doing it And it's really a selfless thing. It really is doing things, not because of what you get in return. And as you mentioned, like, that's kind of the thing with the podcast. It's, you know, it's not about, I mean, I feel like that we've gotten a lot out of it. But I also feel like that if people listen and can understand the connectedness that everybody has and how we we help each other along where we can. I feel like that being a podcaster has kind of helped us get that word out. And not only just get the word out, but we've talked about this, whether we have one listener or a hundred thousand listeners, whatever, we don't care. It's us wanting to give information. And a lot of people, for one of the things I was thinking about too, even with that is the type of podcast we're doing, there's a vulnerability in it too, because we're very, it, this is not scripted. This is not anything. We wanted it to be so organic and, and just talk about things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that is really a big thing. Somebody else I want to give a shout out to is Sandra, our friend Sandra Gutierrez. The reason why is because I think when her love of travel, mm-hmm. we took our first international trip with her. And for some reason, it, well, we had already done our first international trips with her because we had come to, you know, we'd come to Mexico and places like that. So, but helping us to really step outside of that. And for me, 
realizing, oh my God, we can travel internationally further than just Mexico. Mm. <laughs> so for me, that was really a neat thing. Yeah. And so whether she knows that or not, that that was like a, like she kind of held her hand. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. No, I know. So, well, Sandra's such a very supportive friend. And so, you know, anytime that we get to go anywhere or do anything, she's always so happy for us. And we appreciate that. <laughs> and I think that's how it should be with people anyway. But I feel like that the, hopefully the interviews that we've had, all the people we've talked with and that, that people see in the podcast, something that they can aspire to is what I'm hoping. Yes. That's, I think I, that's our main goal with doing the podcast and shining the light on people that are, you know, working to make things happen. And if they can have those people to look up to and help along the way in their journey, that's what I think mentoring is all about. When you said that about Sandra and I so agree, you know, of we talk about our friendships and things like that. She is just 100% behind us and supportive of that. And and those things are so important to have that. And, you know, we're fortunate because we have that with a lot of our friendships. Mm-hmm. We really do. Kathy G, I always think about her thing of how do you want this chapter to end? Mm-hmm. Really, it's, you know, it is because sometimes when I'm doing stuff and I think, oh, man, I just don't want to finish this or whatever. It's like I hear her, her little voice in my head. Mm-hmm. How would you like this chapter to end? <laughs> So that was a, such an inspiring statement that she made. Right. And, you know, she just got scuba certified, went to Cozumel, did about 17 dives and stuff like that. And and she steps outside her comfort zone. And I think that, in a way, sets that stage. And when we, we look at that friendship and stuff, I think that it inspires one to step outside their comfort zone. We do, just not in scuba diving, okay? <laughs> But I think it's great when you can have somebody that, you know, to look up to that you can say, I mean, it would feel like doing something risky to me, but, you know, but that's kind of what you have to do sometimes and you have to step outside your comfort zone and and those people that can encourage you to do that. That's amazing. As I tell her, I will live vicariously through you when it comes to school timing. Yeah. It's a little little terrifying for us, you know? (laughs) It, okay, but maybe it's just because it's not on our bucket list. I'm not sure it was on Kathy's either, but that's what I do love about Kathy is somebody says, oh, you do this. You know, even like with us when we went to Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we'll go hiking. We'll do this. So, but it's it's that thing of overcoming. And, you know, that's something she's been working on is overcoming. And, and she had the year of yes, which we talked about. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wear you out. Yeah, but it's those things. So with or it's if it's a year of yes and following through or whatever that is. So to Kathy G, thank you for that because it does it inspires. Yeah, it really does. We've got to work with such an incredible group of women. Kathy Weber, she's very tenacious. She's very good at helping people connect. Yeah, you always know you know if you you have something. Yo, I need. Where's this resource, whatever. Kathy Weber knows it. Yeah. (laughs) I won't say how old she is, but she's been doing this job a little bit. And she's still doing it. And she still has a passion for it. Right. But does not give up her passion of travel, which we love about Kathy Weber. She, 
I'm telling you, that woman is on the go. She has more energy. (laughs) (laughs) So she's a little older than us. And she just keeps going and going and going. She's like that little energizer bunny man. Yeah. So that's very inspiring. And then you have Sylvia, who is aspiring to do what she really wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's talking about it with passion. And I think that she's done that in some ways with working with people that other people that are working like to get their license and stuff like that. She works with them and tries to help them and does that like supervision piece to get them to where they need to be. Absolutely. And, you know, another shout out to uh, Sylvia is her two youngest are adopted and just the dedication that she put into them. They are such amazing children. All three of her kids are really amazing. And so she kind of role modeling that stuff is really important. Definitely encouraging them to, you know, do whatever it is they want to do. And she's always taking in foreign exchange students (laughs) and things like that. I think that's a great way to mentor, I'm sure. Absolutely. She just had a, a German exchange student uh, come live with them, which makes it, I think, a really great transition for the German uh, students because Sylvia is German. So they can have the American thing, but she can still provide them with that kind of, still keep that culture and that language and stuff. So, yeah, you know, it's such an amazing thing. And of course, there's Heather, who, Heather is, she has this very nurturing. Yes, very nurturing way about her. And Heather has been, you know, I've known Heather it's really interesting because I started out actually being Heather's supervisor. So I helped her. I supervised her to get her license. And we've had this amazing friendship now for all of these years. And she's another one. There is such a, a kindness about her. Mm-hmm. And it resonates with her and just that feel of her. I don't care if it was three o'clock in the morning, whatever. If I called Heather, she would listen. She would brainstorm with me. She would do those things. So... It's not just the friendships that you often get from those relationships, but it's that mentoring too, because we'll staff cases, we'll we'll help muddle through things together. Mm -hmm. So talk about our dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Important thing. And that was the other thing. Heather and Michael really talked with us about getting another dog and knowing the importance and value of that. It was like baby steps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talk about a little bit, go away from it, talk about a little bit. And they're so excited and happy for us. And we're excited when Tali gets to meet their dog. Well, they have two, actually. We, we haven't right. met Sasha. Sasha. Well, we haven't met Harry either. Yeah. So it's going to be a fun meeting up with them. It's not only when they're mentors, but when the mentorship can turn into friendships. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, you continue to have those relationships that are encouraging. All of those things are important, valuable. And I think that's one thing that it takes it one step further. When a person is a mentor, I mean, I feel like they're not just encouraging and supportive. A lot of times those people help you make those other connections that you need to. To Like you were saying about even Kathy Weber, she is great about hooking people up to get services and things that they need and And I mean, sometimes that's what it is. A mentor can connect you with those other people that help push you further. Absolutely. When you look at mentors that morph into friendships, 
then you know that's a great mentor because mm-hmm. a lot of the ones we've talked about really have we've had long standing relationships with them some more than others you know another one i have to do a shout out for is tammy the one that we we interviewed her about cbd mm-hmm. she is so amazing because if somebody comes to her and says because they're not doing the cbd as much now but if somebody comes and says you know your product is really good for me i i love it she's about okay well then let me get you some product Mm-hmm. because, and she's another one, we believe so much in what she does. But Tammy has also been such an amazing support system for us as well. Right. And I so appreciate that friendship, but I also appreciate not just the friendship, but really encouraging us and all of those things. When I look at my friendships, of all my friends, Tammy is my longest mm-hmm friendship that I've had that has been consistent throughout all the years and one of the things I loved about her also is when my last relationship ended she was actually friends with my ex and I remember having that feeling of oh man you know when you break up and stuff like that you know friendships all spread out and do you know everybody picks a side or whatever you know I cannot tell you how grateful I was that she was not that person she remains friends with both of us. Mm-hmm. To me, that taught me something too. It taught me as I went off and, you know, as I moved in life too, that when other people that I knew ended relationships, I kept those relationships. It role modeled to me that you could do this. Right. You know, because society says something totally different. And here she is, you know, no, you're both my friends, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just to really appreciate that. Tam, if you don't know you did that, you did. Right. What a valuable thing to learn. And, you know, I constantly, you know, I work with some youth, just a few right now. But they'll talk with me about those friendships and about how, you know, well, if you're, you can't be friends with this one if they're not friends with this one and stuff like that. So we teach it early on. And I tell them, you know what, y'all be friends with who treats you well, mm-hmm. who you have a connection with, stay friends with them. And so I like to teach them that also, you know, so that's something I can pass on and say, yes, it can be successful. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think those things are so, so important. Well, and that's what, you know, mentorship is about is, you know, that guidance that you can provide. So whether it be on a personal level about the person's character, I mean, that's it's I think mentors help you look at maybe setbacks and things like that and help you to grasp what you can learn from those things and how you move forward as a person, how they help you, even though it seems like something that feels like a a failure at that moment. We always talk about how we are always practicing every single day. But I think that that's one of the main important things that a mentor can do is help you see that those things are going to happen. But how can you use those lessons to further you along. And I think so much of the time, people don't realize that they have the capability of having somebody look at them and see something and they aspire to be that. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I tell people is, you know, when we're working in therapy, is, you know, well, I don't know who I want to be. I don't know. And they're like, okay, think of the people in your life who have inspired you. What are the qualities in those people that you sit there and say, oh my goodness. 
they appear strong or, you know, they, whatever it is, then look to them. Find out how did you get there? If somebody is successful in business, and that was one of the things, you know, when we talked about doing the coaching and the consulting is to be able to help people to see the potential in whatever it is, that dream that they have, and then how to make it come together. That's part of that. And to me, coaching and consulting is mentoring. Yeah. It's really about being a part of their journey, but in a way of conceptualizing it when they can't. Right. You know, and sometimes that's what it is when we're talking to people. Sometimes that little simple two seconds you take to talk to them. Helps them gain clarity in some way. Yeah. And how many times, you know, have we been on vacation where we'll just talk to people and you think, well, it's my vacation. Do I really want? But no, it is. It's talking. It's engaging. And you meet wonderful people along the way as well. Yeah, it can be so rewarding, really, because you, you're having these conversations with these people. You meet people from everywhere. They're doing all different kinds of things, their professions and all of that. And, and it's so, I don't know, it, it's just really neat to me to to meet people from all those different places and, and see what other people are doing. And, and I don't know, I just, I enjoy travel anyway, but not just seeing the places, but the people that we meet. And, you know, you tease me sometimes because when I get massages and stuff, you know, you go into a massage and it's just, you know, you just go and you just get a lay there. And I don't know if I have like therapist tattooed on my head that just appears when I'm doing these things. But pretty soon, you know, they're telling me about their kids or about their stuff. And I've not just said, you know, this is my massage. Could you not do that? I will always take that time to listen and to acknowledge that I hear them, which I think is okay. Cause why? Oh, because you always get perks then. It's like the more they talk, then I don't know. They just want to. <laughs> they throw in a hot stone massage or <laughs> yeah. an aromatherapy thing. <laughs> and I'll say, Hey, did you get this? No. <laughs> or we come out. What did you get this time? <laughs> yeah. But now we do couples massages, so she so she knows. <laughs> but I really have a hard time not listening because I, I understand that everybody has a story. Everybody does. And because everybody has a story, it's take the time to listen. The, and I always tell you, and we talk about that sometimes because sometimes that might be a little bit of a struggle for you. Because <laughs> I'll Which remind part? you. <laughs> Which part? <laughs> She acts like this is a whole new day. <laughs> but no, that's something I'll tell you. You know, if you get, you're get you getting upset about something, I'll say, but honey, remember, everybody has a story. And I think when we remember everybody has a story, we don't get so emotionally involved in that. We're able to take that step back. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think those things are important. We have our goddaughters now. Yeah. And that's something that's important to us. We want to role model to them. And to Kim and Esteban, thank you. It's such an honor. And it was such an honor. It's their anniversary. We call it their anniversary week, isn't it? Everybody's. <laughs> but, you know, it was such an honor when they asked us to participate in that, in their marriage, and, and to stand up there and to perform the ceremony and that. 
it was really an honor. It was a little terrifying. Yeah, because you officiated their wedding, and I, I mean, I was there for moral support, I suppose, but I appreciate that they wanted to include us, and I... Well, they wanted you up there. Yeah. You know, so I officiated, and you're right there. And to them, thank you, thank you, thank you, because it is a great honor, and it's important for us to, for Ellie and Anna to know that we will be there to hear, mm-hmm. to listen. Yes. And they're so freaking adorable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can't even tell you how adorable they are. But Allie and her little looks and the beautiful, beautiful hair. Oh, jeez. <laughs> these, these kids are just gorgeous. But for us, it's such an honor. And it makes you start to think, what is it you want to role model for them? Right. Because it is an important thing for us. And like I said, when we're around people, to help out each other. Yeah. It seems like... It used to be you helped out your neighbors or you helped out people in general. And it's almost like we've gotten away from that in some ways. But I appreciated our neighbor the other day. You know, we had those horrible, horrible winds in Grand Jun- I mean, in Colorado Springs. And it took down one of our branches, our bigger branches, and went right into the neighbor's yard, which we, it's, we share a fence. And so... It was giving me a little anxiety because I didn't want the neighbor down below to feel like we weren't trying to take care of it. Yeah, consciously trying to work on it. Yeah. So I'd gone over to the neighbor and was talking with her and she calls her husband out and he goes, oh, he has this little handy saw. He'll go out and help you, won't you? And he did. He came out, helped me. He cut it. We moved it. We stood up the fence and I just felt so much better. And then uh, where they're like, oh, the neighbor's outside. So I, the one down below that we took out the fence went down there, talked with her right away because I thought, you know, it's not about avoiding something, go down there, address it right away. And she's there like, oh, yeah, my guy's here and he's going to, he'll go on ahead and fix it. No worries. Right. Because I'm here like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I think anytime that we can help each other out and, yeah, sometimes it's just listening, but it's it's paying it forward. And in doing that, I feel like, Everybody is more successful the more that we can help one another out. You know, two people come to mind are Tim Hadamiel and Rita Hadamiel. They work in the school systems. I worked, I worked with Tim for many, many years uh, in center. And one of our things really was about how do we help these kids? How do we truly help them? He was a disciplinarian, but it wasn't about how do we discipline them. It was how do we teach them? How do we help them to be better than they were? And Rita works as a parrot and so loves it. But it doesn't stop there for them. No. They Throughout go, the years. Oh, my goodness. They go above and beyond their jobs to be those mentors to those kids. They can have the, ki- they, the kids from the school would be at their house if they were having a hard time. When they said, my home is open to you, they meant it. They really meant it, people. They truly are the epitome of mentorship especially when it comes to kids they are that with their grandkids i mean if their kids call and say hey can you you know the kid grandkids want to see you whatever hey they are there yeah they truly take that mentorship to the next level Mm -hmm. and so kudos to them because i know many 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 kids that were having difficulties knew that they could go to the jaramillos and they, if they needed to stay there a day, a week, a month, 
their home was open to them. Mm-hmm. I love that about them. I admire that about them. Right. And I also like that he's doing our landscaping. <laughs> <laughs> but he's it, a good buddy. He's a good buddy. Yeah. We just love them. But to have those people in your life, to be able to see that in them, to truly see them mentoring, to truly see the the care that they put forth to these kids. And we just don't mentor with children. We mentor with adults. We really do. You live that life that really does say, I'm here. I've made it. What can I do to help you do that as well? And once again, I tell people, don't make people reinvent the wheel. When Kathy G started private practice, it was, no, you don't have to do all this. We've already done it. Here's the papers. Here's what you do. Um, It's not about seeing somebody else struggle. Oh, I did this. So therefore, I had to do it on my own. You No. Right. You know, it's once again, even like the student loan forgiveness. I've talked to many people who have paid theirs and they're, they're like, why would I be upset about others getting help? I wish I had it, but I didn't. Right. If there had been a program back then. I, I would have loved it, but right. there wasn't. Yeah. So it's not about, and, and this was our neighbors who said that. And she's sort of like, why would you feel that way? Why wouldn't you just be happy? Right. You know, be happy that it's somebody else gets to benefit from something. And it doesn't have to be a struggle for them. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is what do we do to help to decrease the struggle? We're always going to have struggles. And there are some struggles that we're not going to be able to help with just by the nature of the struggle and sometimes by the person's desire to stay within the struggle. Mm-hmm. But once again, it's taking that time. It's that opportunity, those moments. And I appreciate that, you know, Christy, you're very much like that in that you believe in giving back and, and we do what we can one of the things is, is I do pro bono, one to two pro bonos a year. And we sat down, talked about it. And it's important. I always tell Christy, it is not fair to that person because of some circumstance, they lose their insurance. Yeah. And for whatever reason, they can't get insurance or whatever, or they can't get it quickly. I will see them until they get insurance. If I don't take it, I don't take it. You know, but I don't just stop. I'll help them find a therapist who does take their insurance once they get it. But those are the things that we do. And I know the other therapists that I work with will also do pro bono work. And and I appreciate that because it's not about throwing somebody out. It's about their continuity of care. It's about, and I'll say, I'm not taking any more clients. But then if a client that I've had in the past reaches out, um, they're like, okay, fine. I'm just taking that one. Yeah. (laughs) So we have a, a one or two that might be coming back. Uh, well, one definitely, one's waiting on some paperwork. But that's the thing. It's not about shutting doors. It's about opening doors. Right. It's about helping people see different things, ideas, understanding that there are going to be people along the way that you're not on this journey alone. Mm-hmm. That if you look to others, they will help you. Don't reinvent the wheel if you don't have to. And for people who already have the wheel, don't make somebody reinvent the wheel. Share your wheel, man. That's the beauty of this human connectedness that we have when we use it. So use it if you can. Pay it forward. Mentor people. And maybe if you do, they turn into these amazing friendships. Mm -hmm. So 
that is our message of the day. Mm-hmm. Seek out those people and keep dreaming and keep moving forward. And if you're sought out, be that person. Yes. Step up to the plate and yes. be that support. Yeah. Don't stop mentoring. Don't stop doing those things. And appreciate. And if you haven't told those people in your life that were valuable to you in this journey, let them know. Yeah. That's also important. So for all of those people out there, and I'm sure there are many we did not mention, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. For listening, for your support, and your continued support. We so appreciate it, as we do appreciate each and every one of our listeners. Thank you to you also. So until next time, be kind to others, pay it forward, mentor, seek out mentors, develop more of that human connectedness. I feel like we're lacking it sometimes. Right. And it's so important to us. So once again, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you have an amazing week and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.